Good morning, church, and welcome to your seat at the table. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed worship and Merry Christmas to all of you as we enter here into the Christmas season. Thank you for your giving to the church and all the things we're doing. Thank you for your faithfulness in tithing and your offering. I want to pray for it right now. Lord, we thank you, God, for those that uh, sow, those that give tithes, uh, those that give offering. Lord, we thank you for this offering. We thank you for those uh, that have given. We thank you for those that have prayed. We thank you for all those that uh, lift us up in prayer. Lord, we thank you. Uh, and we ask for this offering to be multiplied by the, like the fish and the loaves of bread and use it for your work. We are so honored and blessed to be able to give into your work. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this week I want to get uh, right into the Word of God and we're going to read out of the book, book of Luke chapter 2. Let's look at the book of Luke chapter 2 and verse 8 through 12. And this is the story of uh, the Christmas story. A lot of times we read this during uh, the Christmas time. Let's look at Luke chapter 2, verse 8 through 12. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Then we jump down to verse 20. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told to them. I want to speak to you today on the subject of wrapped in hope. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word, for your word is life. It is everlasting. Holy Spirit, come into our time this week. Come into uh, uh, your word. Let it be revelatory. Anoint our minds that we may understand, our ears we may hear, our hearts we may receive. We take authority over the sky above, the ground we stand on, and the air that surrounds us. We rebuke and bind everything that's not of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, this story is uh, very familiar, right? Um, even when we were children, we would read this story. It describes uh, the Christmas uh, night when Jesus was born. And you even see <clears throat> little children have plays and they do skits and all these wonderful things about this story. But I want to tell you, um, here is the promised Messiah. This is Jesus. <clears throat> and the angels told them, look, you're going to find this uh, Savior, a babe, wrapped in swaddling clothes. What is swaddling clothes? Swaddling clothes is basically rags. It's strips of cloth. It's nothing pretty. Uh, they didn't prepare. And yet the, uh, this hope, this blessed hope named uh, Jesus, uh, the Savior, is now in a barn. His mother had to give birth to him in a barn, and they laid him in a horse trough, in an a, 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 a animal trough. And he was wrapped in just rags and strips of cloth. 
But yet in the book of Isaiah, in the Old Testament, it says that he, he will be uh, the great counselor, the prince of peace. He will be wonderful. He will be Emmanuel. All these wonder, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. But yet we see that he is wrapped in rags. And yet that is the sign that something uh, that God chose, the greatest promise we have, the greatest hope we have, is wrapped in rags, wrapped in strips of cloth, in a manger, in a barn, in an animal trough. And this is our hope. You know, I want to tell you today, brothers and sisters, even during this time, maybe you're wondering, Lord, we, we're going through a coronavirus uh, pandemic. The cities are shut down and jobs are lost. Businesses are closed. Restaurants are closed. We are now uh, are not allowed to uh, hug and there's social distancing. We're wearing masks. This cannot be a great hope. I thought that God will give us a better day. You know, the, when we look at the wrapping around our life right now, it doesn't look pretty. Could you imagine uh, Joseph and Mary, and here's Joseph. He's like, okay, this is the promised Messiah, and this is the gift. And sometimes this gift, I'm sure he, uh, the Bible says he wanted to put away Mary quietly. He was a good man. There's sometimes gift comes to us, and we don't even want it. You know, sometimes uh, look at our life right now. I know that even through the pandemic, even through the shutdown, even through social distancing, even though we see rioting and all the things in life, I know one thing, that God is up to something good. And just like the shepherds, you know what the angel said to them? You will know, you will have a sign, and that sign to you is a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, a baby wrapped in strips of cloth, a baby wrapped in rags, lying in a barn, in a manger. Brothers and sisters, that's the sign? That's the sign of hope? Sometimes we think, Lord, where is hope? We thought the sign of hope, and I'm sure many people from the Old Testament said, you know, the king of kings is coming. And most of us would think, well, he's going to come riding on a white horse. He's going to come conquering. He's going to come with all the pageantry and all of the banners and the celebration and the musician. But yet the promise of God came in a barn. Brothers and sisters, I want to tell you, no matter what you're going through right now, it could be wrapped up in a uh, pandemic. It could be wrapped up in masks. It, would, it could be wrapped up in uh, uh, turmoil. But I promise you that God's hope is still there. Uh, our hope is wrapped up in, uh, uh, in this society right now, in our community right now. We don't know what's going on. But one thing that the angel told the shepherds was, your hope, the Savior, is wrapped in swaddling clothes. You know, I, I'm reminded sometimes, have you ever played that, um, the Christmas game that everybody brings a gift? It's, I think it's called a white elephant. And everybody has to bring a gift of a certain value. And it's wrapped up. I remember uh, playing this through the years. And I remember there, uh, one time there was this one beautiful uh, uh, gift that was wrapped. I mean, the wrapping was beautiful, right? Everybody picked it. Everybody wanted that one. And then there was another one that was wrapped in old newspaper. Nobody wanted that one, 
right? And of course, what do I do? I looked at the beautiful wrapping. I figured if they put that much time in the beautiful wrapping, the gift has got to be good. And you know, when it was my turn to pick, I picked that one. And when I did, it was a gag gift. It was like a dollar store gift. I was so disappointed. I think it was like a couple packs of gum or, or just like something you could buy at the dollar store. I was so disappointed. I said, man, how can somebody put that much time uh, into a beautiful wrapping and then the gift is like nothing? See, brothers and sisters, we are so often caught up in how things are wrapped. We are so caught up in the beauty and don't, you know, I say like this, don't let your eyes fool you. And in that same incidence uh, of that beautiful wrapping, I remember somebody taking this old uh, uh, um, newspaper wrapped gift. And I mean, it didn't look good. The newspaper was old. The, the person barely uh, taped it up. And I'm like, wow, that, if they didn't put any time in it. And guess what it was? It was the best gift of the whole entire white elephant uh, um, celebration we had there in exchange of gifts. That gift came out to be the best. It didn't look good on the outside. It didn't good, look good, but what was inside was the best gift of the entire night. Well, brother and sister, I want to tell you right now, it doesn't matter what our life is wrapped up in right now, but our hope is in Jesus. You know what? That when Jesus came and was born in a manger, you, could you imagine say this is the Messiah? The 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 shepherds could have said, "Wow, this is the Messiah." I mean, this is the one that's going to save the world. This is the one that's going to establish the kingdom of God. This is the one that's going to set in order. This is the one that the prophets of the Old Testament, Isaiah and Jeremiah and Daniel and all them uh, uh, that live for. This is the prophet. This is what um, uh, the King of Glory is going to be wrapped up in rags in a manger in a stinking barn brothers and sisters that could be you and me right now we're looking at our lives like gosh lord really what is going on you're telling me that there's hope in this world right now with the pandemic with the shutdown our government is going crazy uh, uh we're having social distancing people are dying uh people are sick and you're telling me that there's going to be a hope and a a, a blessing in it oh brothers and sisters just like that story I share with you about white elephant. Don't look at the wrapping. Don't look at how things are with your eyes. Don't look at how things are surrounded. It doesn't matter what is wrapped up, but God has the final word. Could you imagine Joseph? The Lord, the angel came to him as a messenger, told him, this is the Messiah. You're going to name him Jesus. Uh, and he named Mary. They, uh, the angel appeared to him and said, he's going to be Emmanuel. That means God with us. And could you imagine these shepherds? If I were the shepherds, if I saw him at birth in Bethlehem, I would follow him and say, where are y'all living? I would ask Joseph and Mary said, you know, can we keep up with y'all? And could you imagine going through year after year? If I was the shepherd, I would check on him, you know, year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, and nothing. He's just a normal little kid, right? And then by the year 10, you're like, man, this is the Messiah. He hadn't done anything. 
By year 12, we see him, okay, he's in the temple teaching, okay, there's a little hope. But then from year 12 on to year 29 years old, nothing. He was just living like a normal man. Sometimes it's like that in our life. I, I could imagine Joseph. I could imagine those that were there on the birth of Jesus, that they probably kept up with him for 29 uh, uh, years and then going on to 30. Sometimes our blessing uh, doesn't reveal itself until later. You know, we're, we're working on nine, 10 months of kind of shutdown, kind of this dealing with this COVID-19, this pandemic. We're kind of dealing with it, right? And you're like, man, when is the end in sight? When is the promise of God? When is the light coming, right? Just like the shepherds that probably, they're like, wow, we've been following him for 29 years. But at 30 years, Jesus begins his ministry and we see the hope of God being revealed. Brothers and sisters, don't lose hope because things are delayed. Delayed is not no. Delayed does not mean denied. Delayed does not mean uh, I'm not doing it. Delayed is not denied of what you're believing God for. The Bible says that when the, uh, the a shepherd saw baby Jesus, in verse 20, when they had left, the Bible says that in verse 20 of Luke 2, he's, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told to them by whom? By the angel. See, brothers and sisters, the angel just means messenger. I want to tell you like this. You and I need to start praising and glorifying God, glorifying God based on what we've seen and what we've heard. See, the word of God is sure. The Bible says this, that heaven and earth may pass away, but my word is forever. See, it doesn't matter how it's wrapped. See, the, the hope and the gift of God, it doesn't matter how it's wrapped. We just know that God's word is yea and amen. See, brother and sister, look at Philippians 4.19. And maybe you're struggling right now, but look at Philippians 4.19. It says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I want to tell you right now, depend and stand on the word of God. Just like the shepherds. They heard the angel. They said the promise, the Messiah, the Savior is coming. He's going to be wrapped in rags in a manger in Bethlehem. And they ran and saw him and began to glorify and praise God. I want to tell you right now, don't put your hope on how uh, uh, what you see, but put your hope on the Word of God because the Word of God is eternal. Brothers and sisters, put our hope in the everlasting God who never changes, who has your life and my life in his hand. The Bible says he knows the very hair upon our heads, the numbers of hairs on our head. See, I want to tell you like this. It doesn't matter what the outside looks like. See, that's the wrapping. What matters is what's the in the inside. See, what matters is what the Word of God says that has stood time, that has stood eternity. Because if God said it, it's going to happen. See, the messenger, which is the angel, came to the shepherd and said, Look, I'm telling you the Savior is born, I bring you good tidings of great joy. 
in today in the city of Bethlehem a Savior. And they got excited. And he says, this is a sign to you. What is the sign? That a baby is wrapped in rags? What is the sign? I know one thing about God is when we are going through what we're going through, it looks, it looks wrapped up in hopelessness. Uh, it looks wrapped up in, in uh, tri uh, trials. It looks wrapped up in tribulation. It looks wrapped up in uh, unrest. But I want to tell you right now that there is hope and there's a blessing on the other side. It might be delayed, but that doesn't mean it's denied. It might be uh, 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 not in our time that we want, but God is doing something greater than what you and I can see. See, brothers and sisters, when the baby was born, nobody could think that this baby would grow up to be Jesus. Uh, his, uh, this baby Jesus would grow up to heal the leper to open blind eyes, to open deaf ears, to make the lame rock walk, to uh, raise the dead, to feed 5,000 men with five loaves and two fish. Nobody would have thought that he could raise the dead and walk on water and perform miracles. No one would have thought that in that moment. Brothers and sisters, I know what you're thinking right now. You wouldn't think that there's hope on the other side, but I want to tell you right now, it doesn't matter how it looks on the outside. It doesn't matter how it's wrapped now but what matters is the gift that God is about to bring into our life see and he says in Philippians again and my God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus that's the word of God and we have to stand on that word we have hope and I know I know there's people sick and I know there's people that's dying and that's not good but I know that God has the world in his hand. We might not understand. I didn't understand. Imagine the shepherds. Imagine Joseph. Imagine Mary, the wise men. Why the king, the king of kings, the king of glory would be born in a barn, wrapped up in rags, sitting in an animal trough. Really? The king of glory? See, we might not understand it, but we know one thing is God's plan is greater than ours. You know, I want to remind you like this. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, it reads like this. In 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5 and verse 20, uh, uh, verse 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. For we walk by faith and not by sight. You know what that means? Stop looking on the outside. Stop looking and allow your eyes to trick you. Just like I was tricked. I saw this beautiful white elephant gift with beautiful bow, beautiful paper, and inside it was cheap, it was worthless, nobody wanted it. But then the box that was ugly, that was old newspaper, barely held on, right? Nobody wanted, but inside was the best gift that of the night when we played white elephant, right? Nobody thought about that. Brothers and sisters, right now, it doesn't look good, right? When you look around, things are like, well, where are we? You know, it doesn't even look good. We, we, we have a whole lot of turmoil right now. People are out of work. All these things, it doesn't look good. But I want to tell you right now, God still has his hand on your life and my life. Because why? 
we cannot allow our eyes to trick us and deceive us. It's like Eve in the Garden of Eden. When the Lord told them, don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the Bible says that she looked upon the fruit and it looked good to eat and it caused her to sin. It caused her to do something she ought not have done. It's our eyes. That's why we have to walk by faith. And the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. See, the shepherds by faith went to see baby Jesus. Why? Because they heard the messenger of God. See, brother and sister, I want to tell you right now that God's promise for you and I are yea and amen. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 through 22. For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him amen, to the glory of God through us. Now he who established us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God, who also has sealed us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Oh, we love guarantees, don't we? Look at the promises of God are yes and amen. And he says he sealed us and given us a spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Don't you like guarantees? Could you imagine if you were investing and they guarantee a return? Could you imagine? We love warranties, right? When you buy something, there's a guarantee that it should work. And if there's not, you can return it and get another one. Guarantee. God is saying, look, the promises of God in him are yes and amen. That means yes and amen. Amen means that it will happen. Yes, I agree with it. Amen means uh, uh, God. Uh, it's final. That uh it's going to be established. And God says, I guarantee you, it's sealed, our hearts. Brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Even if we were to leave this life, we are guaranteed heaven. We are guaranteed eternal heaven, eternal joy, where there's no fear, there's no crying, there's no sickness, there's no pain. See, brothers and sisters, don't look at how things are wrapped, but look at hope that's wrapped. It doesn't matter the outer. What matters is what's inside. Let's look at Numbers 23, 19. Here's some promises God gives us. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. As he said, and he not do it? Or has he spoken? Will he not make it good? See, he's not a man that he should lie. So when God speaks, it's going to happen. When God speaks, things are going to get done. He is good for it, as we would say. He's good for it, right? He might not be early, but he's never late. He's always on time. So brothers and sisters today, I want to leave you with this, that don't allow what you see around you, the wrapping we're like, where's the hope? Where, how can this baby, just like the shepherd, could, if I, you know, maybe another shepherd would say, man, how can this baby be the savior? Look at him. He's born. I mean, he's going to be the king of kings, really? 
He's born in a barn. His parents are broke, don't have a lot of money. I mean, uh, he, he's in a barn, I mean, with cows and sheep and goats and chickens. Uh, and it stinks, and he's, he's wrapped up in rags. I thought he was going to be born in the king's house. Okay, but he wasn't. It's because oftentimes we get wrapped up in what we see. But the most important thing is not by what we see, but is by our faith in the Word of God. See, right now, there are some people that getting wrapped up in the circumstances of life. And what they ought to do is walk by faith in God. Because only our hope and faith in God will get us to the other side and see it. And 30 years later, baby Jesus grows up and we see that he is truly the Messiah and the King of Kings, the one that can raise the dead and heal the blind and heal the uh, deaf and uh, cleanse the lepers and make the lame to walk and the dead to rise, the one that can do miracles, the one that can turn water into wine, the one that can walk on water. The one that can uh, uh, calm the storms of your life and my life. The one that died upon the cross and three days he rose again and is seated at the right hand of the Father. The one that gave us eternal life when we live and accept him as our Lord and Savior. Oh, I don't know about you, brothers and sisters, but our hope is wrapped. It's wrapped in Jesus. His name is Jesus. And see, our hope is not what we see and all the turmoil. Our hope is in Jesus Christ alone. I hope this message helped you today. I pray that you have a great Christmas. Join me next week as we continue uh, to celebrate Christmas. We love you. Let me pray for you. Just reach out your hand. Heavenly Father, I pray for those listening and watching. God, that they would uh, uh, not allow what they see to cause them the fear. Um, but God, that there's hope wrapped up. There's promises wrapped up even when the wrapping doesn't look so good. Uh, even when we're dealing with all this, L allow our eyes not uh, to deceive us. Allow our eyes not to cause us to fear, but allow us to walk by faith and not by sight. Lord, for those right now that's hurting, they're sick, Lord, we declare healing right now in the name of Jesus. We declare healing to them in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray, God, for those that needing hope and feeling lonely, Lord, I pray for a divine peace to enter into them. For those, God, that want to receive you as their Lord and Savior, I pray for them right now in the name of Jesus. Just pray with me right now if you want to receive the Lord uh, uh, Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I know you came from heaven to earth. You lived a perfect life. You died upon the cross. By the shedding of your blood, you cleansed me. You were buried and on the third day you rose again and is seated at the right hand of the Father. I receive you as my Lord and Savior today. Write my name in the book of life in heaven. Lord, help me to live, to live a life worthy of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 
God bless you. If you pray that prayer, the Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you're saved. That means your soul is eternity secure. We love you. God bless you. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. May God be with you in Jesus' name.